everyone, and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a merry little Christmas podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch a Muppet Family Christmas two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And I am your musically obsessed special guest, Roz Strand. And Roz is back with us today to talk about minutes 41 and 42 of A Muppet Family Christmas. You guys are so nice for having me back. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You're so <laughs> nice for being here. I'm excited. We get to do more carols, guys. Well, that, my notes literally say, in these minutes, the Muppets just keep singing. They're yes! doing it. They're it's still happening. singing. They're still singing. Um, Always. So, so as we teased last time, we start with Fozzie and his mom singing, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on that. Um, <laughs> this was written by Kim Gannon and Walter Kent in 1943. And it was a big hit for Bing Crosby. And it's one of those things where as soon as I learned that it was like a wartime World War II song, it made complete sense because of course it is. Yeah. It's a song about how a soldier stationed overseas will be home for Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. If, even if only in his dreams. I feel like this one comes up on a lot of like Christmas, like celebrity Christmas variety shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably true. I mean, Bing Crosby sang it all the time. Yeah, it's a sentimental favorite. Yeah, your mom is going to straight up cry whenever she hears it. This song? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that she might every time she hears it. (laughs) She loves this song and it means a lot to her. She does love this one, yeah. And we're at my family. This We alternate every other year between Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, between our families because we're like four hours, approximately four hours away from both. So this year we're at my family for Christmas on the opposite side of the Twin Cities in Minnesota where we are. So every time it, I hear I'll be home for Christmas, I feel a little guilty. Is that true? Yeah, because uh-huh. I'm like, I know that I know that Donnelly loves this and I want her to be happy, but I want to see my mom. I'll <laughs> be on FaceTime for Christmas. Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other thoughts about that one? Before we move on, it's a nice song, and I like that you can see Oscar right behind them, looking suspicious. Like it just sort of once again a very nice undercutting of the sentimentality. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then we see the whole cast singing a little bit of Happy Holiday again. Uh, Big Bird looks super huge, sitting over by the wall. It looks so big. Yes. <laughs> but most of this clip, like uh, almost the rest of the clip, oh, well over a minute is Kermit and Piggy singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which I think everybody knows that song. If you're listening to this podcast, you certainly know what Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is. You might not know that it's from the 1944 movie Meet Me in St. Louis. which if you, if St. Louis! Ross's yeah. hometown. My hometown. Yeah. Um, if you don't know that it's from that movie, you should watch that movie. It's great. It's real yeah. good. Uh, Judy Garland sings it in that. She introduced it in that. They changed a lyric, though, after well, the, the yeah. movie version. Maybe you're going to get to that. Right. So the song was written by Hugh Martin and Ralph Blaine, right? And the movie's 1944. In the 1950s, Frank Sinatra, who perhaps, in a nod to our Muppeturgy friends, we should call noted Joe Raposo stan Frank Sinatra, <laughs> he wanted a happier version. He wanted to jolly it up, he said. Right. So he asked Hugh Martin to write new, happier lyrics for the song. So there's a happy version and a sad version. Yes, and what we get here is the happy version. Do you want to talk about the difference? You almost never hear the sad version, though, really, except in the movie, right? I guess so. I don't know. Hi, this is Anthony cutting in because after we recorded this episode, 
I re-listened to the Ella Fitzgerald version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. That's a very upbeat, swinging recording, but what I noticed this time is that she does use the original lyrics from the movie. Until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow, and all that. So that's an example of a popular version using the original lyrics that I was trying to think of when we recorded this episode, but couldn't. So I'm telling you now. Now back to our regularly scheduled episode. I like sad songs. I think that they're very cathartic. So I think that there's a certain person who likes, maybe not sad version. I would say, I guess, bittersweet yeah. version. But how how does that verse start? Have, have yourself, yourself a, a merry, merry little, little Christmas. Christmas. Well, of course. You can count on me. But then that's the first verse. And then what's the second verse? That's not the first verse. That's not no. the first verse. The first verse is have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your Let heart, heart be light. light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someday all our, or what is it? See, you the one that remember. everyone always sings is from now on our troubles will be out of sight. We'll be out of sight. Yeah. But it's until then we'll have to muddle right. through somehow. That's one of the That's the old version. Is, is that they change yeah. until then we'll have to muddle through somehow to hang a shining, shining star, star upon the, the highest bow. bow. Yeah. Which is just so much yeah, so much more upbeat. So much cheerier, yeah. Yeah. But it I don't know. It's just I think they're both gorgeous. They're like both yeah, gorgeous. and I think the reason for the downer lyric is that it makes sense in the context of the movie, right? Because aren't they all, they're moving away and everyone is, like, it's a sad Christmas that they're having. Yeah, they think yeah. they're moving away, yeah. 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 Because moving away from St. Louis is sad, guys. I've done it. <laughs> and they don't know what the future holds, so they're going to have to muddle through somehow. But then, on the happy version, it's... Hang a shining star upon the highest bow. And then it's just pretty and happy and decorate your tree. Everything's fine. Yeah. So for all of 2020, only the sad version was allowed. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get that out there. Well, but I think in the quote unquote happy version, we are going to have, like, you're going to have yourself a Merry Little Christmas now, right? Yes. And in the original song, it's like, go ahead and try it. Yeah. We'll yeah. muddle through somehow. We like she's, and she's singing this song to her little sister in the movie. Like we yeah. should say. Uh, Meet me in St. Louis is so good. Yeah. Let's watch that. Let's fire that up. I thought yeah, that right we a, should last night. Right after Phineas <laughs> and Ferb. <laughs> um, but it, this one does fit the Muppets better, the verse. Sure. And and it's just like from now on we'll always be together if the fates allow. And you know, the Muppets are all together. So, yeah, of course, they're going to sing that that's line. True, that's of course, true. yeah. They always yeah. get together at Christmas time. Well, they always well, get together should, at Christmas. And we should note that they always get together at Christmas and sing this song. It's because true. Because this has been one of the Muppets' go-tos. I, I, didn't, I didn't even write down all of them. I just wrote down some of the highlights. Mm-hmm. So, among the Muppet versions of this, Rolf sang it on Jimmy Dean twice. Ah. On the first Saturday Night Live Christmas episode, Plubus, Scred, and Candace Bergen sing it. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a fun one. Ernie and, weird. Ernie and Bert sing it in Christmas Eve on Sesame Street after they get their Aww. rubber ducky back and, and paperclip collection back. Right. Uh, Rolf and John Denver sing it in Christmas Together, both the album and the special. That might actually be the best one, or, or my favorite one of all of these. Yeah, it's great. It's great. After this, many years later, Again on Saturday Night Live, Kermit sang it with Robert De Niro. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and yeah, that happened. That and, doesn't uh, even make any no, sense. No, it's it was it didn't make any sense. At it the was time. the monologue, right? 
I think. Yeah, it was the monologue. Daenerys monologue, yeah. And then the year after that, so that's 2004, 2005, Kermit Piggy and Tony Danza sang it on the Tony Danza show. <laughs> sure they did. Oh, all right. And 2011, Oscar sang it with Michael Buble in a TV, uh, Michael Buble TV Christmas special. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's the one. I think there's some behind-the-scenes footage of them like rehearsing that on the Blu-ray for the I Am Big Bird documentary, and it's it seems clear that like they didn't really have a plan in advance of how that was going to go. So it's just like Michael Bublé is singing the song, and then after each line, Oscar just chimes in, just like saying something grumpy and negative. Oh, that like, makes sense. Like Carol Spinney is trying so hard to save this performance. Is that right? Huh. Yeah. But after that song, we hear the very beginning of the next song. We go outside to see the animals and the snowman. Uh, and they're about to, they start singing the next song. But we'll save that for next time. But they're holding lamps. You want to talk about the lamps? Oh. Tell me, yeah. tell me your lamp thoughts, Raz. Well, <laughs> my lamp thoughts are that the little animals have these adorable lamps on sticks. And they're just like waving around like this is our Christmas tradition just to wave around and light the lamps outside. Yeah. And they look really, really cute. As long as they light the lamp, not the rat. Exactly. That would be so funny if Masterson got lit on fire though. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it would. They look like little Christmas decorations. I would love those little Muppet animals just holding little lanterns. Oh, that would be, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, just Hallmark, listen to this. Guys, turn <laughs> a Muppet woodland creature holding a lantern as your Hallmark ornament for the Muppets, okay? Make it happen. I'm saying it into the universe. You're just put it out there. Christmas it 2022, there. it's what we want to see. I'm hoping that it'll come back. 35th anniversary next yes. year of the special. Oh, that'd be perfect for um, the 35th anniversary in a, a very obscure woodland <laughs> creature, no-name Muppet holding yeah, a lantern. That'd be great. That's the best way that'd to celebrate things. Um, so that, anyways, that brings us down to the end of these minutes. Um, Ryan, did you have anything else? about? I have nothing else. No, alright. So, one of the things we've been asking all of our guests, Raz, is, what's your history with this one? Okay, so this one <laughs> So often, whenever I was younger, if if I didn't know about it, I was I kind of denied that it even existed. And I had a friend; I still have a friend, very dear friend of mine, uh, Lauren Kissler. And Lauren also loved Muppets, and she told me she was trying to figure out what the name of it was because she had seen it. She was describing it to me, and I'm like, "No, no, no! You've got it all wrong. You're talking about Muppet Christmas Carol." that's the Muppet Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. That's what it is. And that's she's the like, the only no, Christmas production they've ever made and ever will be. Yeah. And, and I was, you know, I'm in high school and everything I say is right in my head. And so I, which is wrong. I know, but I was in high school. Who cares? And I told her, I'm just like, that can't be real. You're, you're making it up. I don't believe because you. Because of the crossover element? Because of the crossover element, she said that there were fraggles in it. I'm like, fraggles haven't done anything with the Muppets. And I'm like, when did when did this happen? And she's like, no, I saw it on TV, but I haven't seen it since. And I'm like, you must have dreamed it. That is a dream come true. It doesn't actually exist. And it is a dream come true. As and it, turns it, out. It, it is a dream come true. So I forget 
when I actually realized that she wasn't lying. But we sent her. Well, no, we, we gave it to her. We, we, we gave, went out to dinner with her and we gave yes. her a burned DVD yeah. of the special. So we gave her we gave her a DVD of the special as an apology. Uh -huh. with, with, <laughs> and it, was a, it was a version with all the commercials intact. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. So it was taped off TV. And so we gave I gave this to her as an apology for calling her a liar all those years ago. Yeah, and this was... 15 years after yeah. that probably or but she, she as as far as my memory serves me it she was pretty thrilled yeah um to get it back because it was something that she had wanted and something that i just i was just like no i know all muppet things and that's not <laughs> one you know because at this time i thought that i was the only big muppet fan in existence you were the I most know knowledgeable muppet fan you knew at the time well but only because i didn't think that muppet fandom existed right i didn't know so right. well, we because we've talked we've about talked about this the line in Kermity Crunchity Arquette Arquetness movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's the line where Kermit says, "You're not from one of those Muppet Internet fan sites, are you?" Yeah, I thought that that was fake. You thought that the joke was there are no Muppet fan sites. Ha ha ha! What yeah, a silly like, idea! That's a silly thing. Yeah, that is exactly what I thought that it was. I had yeah. no clue that this was a thing that yeah. people were online talking to each other counting how many muppets are in a scene a muppet christmas <laughs> of a muppet christmas special and then you married um, one I, of them and then i married hi. one hi there and then <laughs> i met others through various digital means and fortunately some of them in person um hopefully i'll get to meet others come to minnesota um but you but remind me so you never saw this until we met? Either? No, no, I uh, never right? saw it. And and then whenever I got to, it was just like, okay, let's watch this eight more times. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> my, my memory is that you were delighted. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's amazing. It's yeah. it's still not, Muppet Christmas Carol, I, I adore and I have, not only I love it, but also I have like significant childhood nostalgia for it. But yeah, mm -hmm. I was just thrilled whenever this was real. It was like discovering unicorns are real. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. That was a great day. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. You know what's also going to be a great day? What? Tomorrow when you come back for one more episode of Moving Right Along. Yes! I get to come back, guys. So uh, well, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you then tomorrow for another episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. Go, Caroline. But I'll figure somehow. <laughs>